Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Hi, friends. Welcome back to God's Playbook. Today, we will speak about Jesus' entry into Jerusalem from chapter 12 of St. John's Gospel. We'll focus on verses 12 through 19. We hear in sacred scripture, On the next day, when the great crowd had come to the feast, they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found an ass and sat upon it, as it is written, Fear no one, O daughter Zion. See, your king comes, seated upon an ass's colt. The disciples did not understand this at first, but when Jesus had been glorified, they remembered these things were written about him and that they had done this for him. So the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from death continued to testify. This was also why the crowd went to meet him, because they heard that he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the whole world has gone after him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem is certainly a passage we likely all know very well. This idea of the crowd quickly saying Hosanna only a few days later to show crucify him is one that is very frustrating and confusing at the same time. How do we move from Hosanna to crucify him so quickly? Well, we see that indeed the raising of Lazarus was such a big event that the people were totally transformed into understanding Jesus was who he says he was. The raising of Lazarus is one of the greatest signs that we hear in the Gospel of John that help people to move from doubt to faith and coming to know Jesus for who he is, God. What's important here is that the scriptures are fulfilled when Jesus enters into the holy city, into Jerusalem. The scriptures foretold that the Messiah would come, and he would come in the way that Jesus came. Jesus is the fulfillment of all the scriptures, and so this passage certainly resonates with us. The confusing part is, what transpired from the time of the Hosanna for the people to then yell, crucify him. What we have to understand, friends, is some of the people who were saying Hosanna were the ones who also said crucify him, but many were not. It's not like the whole community was against Jesus. There were, in fact, many followers of Jesus. However, just as it is today, sometimes the the loudest voice does not represent the majority. Rather, for a variety of reasons, the loudest voice might be an individual or a group of people who use their influence or fear tactics or scare tactics to influence others into just remaining silent or perhaps not actually communicating how they really feel. 
So the loud person becomes heard because perhaps they're the only voice that is communicating a thought, but they need not necessarily be the majority. The entrance of Jerusalem shows Jesus's triumphant entry into the holy city. Every Mass, as the procession takes place, it is to model Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem. So that's why the priest is always last, or if it's a presiding bishop or archbishop, cardinal, or the Holy Father, they are to walk last in the procession. This calling of Jesus, Hosanna to the Son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We say this at Mass. Once again, it's this acknowledgement of giving praise to Jesus for who he is. He is God. He is our merciful Messiah. He is our Savior and Redeemer. And so with gratitude in our hearts, we thank him for his presence among us. We ourselves see ourselves saying Hosanna all the time. But whenever I fall into the trap of sin, I move from Hosanna to crucify him. So it's important here to realize it's easy to judge the people at that time for those that perhaps made the unfortunate transition from Hosanna to crucify him. But for us too, friends, it's an opportunity to realize that when the cards are down and the going gets tough, sometimes it's easy to judge others or to see the weaknesses in others. But I need to look from within and say, well, how can I grow in holiness as an individual too? The raising of Lazarus inspired many to follow Jesus. Perhaps this for you and for me is also a deciding factor in coming to know him. Obviously, his death and resurrection is the climax of understanding who Jesus is and is the top of the mount of faith for us. And yet the more we focus on Jesus' signs, the more we see God at work the more we see the miracles of Jesus showing us that they are not of human form, but they must be coming from the divine. For human beings cannot raise from the dead, but of course, anything is possible for God. The constant reference and referral back to the raising of Lazarus helps us to identify the significance of the event and how much it had an impact on the people not just for Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha, not just for their servants or their extended family members and friends, but it made an impact on the entire community. Good deeds have that same ability. When you and I do something in the name of the Holy Spirit, inspired by God, they can have the same effects. We often tend to focus on negative things and the impact of negativity. But let's think of the significance of positivity, friends. It becomes contagious, just like a team that continues to win. All of a sudden, they gain more and more fans. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon when the team is playing well. When the team is playing poorly, nobody could be caught dead wearing a jersey or cheering for that team. We're attracted to winning. Let's also be attracted to doing good deeds. For good deeds done with great love, as St. Teresa reminds us, is certainly a way we can glorify God and proclaim Hosanna 
sometimes without speaking. Every time we enter into prayer, we say Hosanna. Every time we come to Mass, Hosanna. Every time we turn the other cheek, Hosanna. Every time we learn to forgive, Hosanna. May we be Hosanna people. As the scriptures are fulfilled in this action of Jesus and his triumphant entry into Jerusalem, to the dismay of the Pharisees and those who opposed him, it teaches us that indeed Jesus is who he says he is and that his signs continue to point him as our divine savior. So for today, friends, let's look for more ways in which you and I can say Hosanna by our words, by our actions, and truly showing God that we love him as much as we say we do by backing it up. Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus, thank you for being our King. We praise you, we worship you, and we adore you. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.